This is Rodney and Ashley Galloway with, with two peas in a pod, where we help you dust off that old treasure box and reopen your dreams. We want to teach you how to dream bigger and level up in life. Yo, 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 my peeps. This is Rodney Galloway. And this is Ashley Galloway. And together, together we, we are Two Peas in a Pod. All right, guys. This is our second episode. And what we're going to talk about today is honesty. Honesty. Not what you can do for honesty, but what honesty can do for you. Kind of right. like Uncle Sam. What <laughs> can you do for me, boy? <laughs> okay, Rodney. Why don't people say what they really feel well ashley it's quite (laughs) simple uh most people have been i would say for lack of a better word numbed to you know we have we live in an instagram world we live in a facebook world which is what we've talked about in the last episode and how instead of showing who we really are we just show bits and pieces of the happiness that we have Right. So it's basically transferred into real life. You know, you see it every single day. You know, I kind of uh, say good morning, good evening, good afternoon now, because when someone asks me, hey, how you doing? They really don't care. Right. You know, and I'm not really going to give them a real answer if I know that they don't care. And, you know, well, it's not that they don't care, I think. I think it's that they're just not telling the truth about their answer, too. I'm talking about the people that are asking how yeah. you're doing. Okay. So from that point, if they don't care about how you're doing, then why would I say, hey, I'm doing this. Uh, my mom's in the hospital or a.k.a. You know, something's happening. Right. Someone and just died. It, it wouldn't really click in their head because they're thinking that you're just going to say what everybody else says. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah, and and it's pretty sad that it's gotten like that. You know, that's one of the areas that we really need to be honest in. We need to know that we can have vulnerabilities, you know, because we are people of many emotions. And if the only emotion we have is numbness, then how can we, you know, make, you know, how can we make ourselves to be much more satisfied in life if we're not actually giving our whole self to one another because we are all human beings. We do the same things. Regardless of what color we are, we have, you know, we have to eat, sleep, and shit. Yeah. I, I think what it really boils down to with the honesty part is a lot of people suppress their emotions. Yes. And when we suppress our emotions, we can't really tell the truth. Because we're hiding the things that are hurting us. And when we hide things that are hurting us, uh, what does that cause? It causes a lot of problems. It causes health problems. It causes... Anger issues. Anger issues, depression, anxiety. It causes relationship problems. People go out there and do stupid shit. And... And, and the, the you know, I love Disney movies and I love movies, but the problem with those things are... That, you know, we portray every relationship as if it's going to be the struggle, and then we get married, and it's happily ever after. Happily ever after. It's never going to be happily, happily ever after. Now, you will be happy, but you're also going to be pissed off at your spouse. You're going to be sad, 
that person or you are going to make them angry. So, you know, movies have kind of numbed us down, too, because they want us just to see the good parts of that. You know, Cinderella, we never knew what happened after she got married. I mean, maybe the dude was an asshole. Maybe right. maybe he beat the shit out of her or maybe he slapped her. You know, like, <laughs> we knows? don't know. Who knows? You know, like, every person that comes into your life is not, as we all know, a king, you know, a prince, Prince Charming or... You know, I don't know what it is for a man because we really don't have that. I mean, Princess Charmita, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's crazy how things have shaped us to be the way that they have been or how they've become. And we just don't question it enough to say, hey, man, we need to change our perspective. We need to do something about it because I'm hurting and I need someone to talk to. I did hear that there was a, a big statistic, I cannot remember the number, that the reason why a lot of men die earlier mm -hmm. than women is because they don't have someone to talk to. That's crazy. They don't have anyone to, uh, you know, outside of their marriage or their immediate family, they have no other friendships to where they can, you know, not even in families anymore, they can't tell the truth because they're scared to tell someone, hey man, I struggle in this, you know, I fucked up. And what do you think about this? You know, how can we help me to get to where I need to get? And same thing for you, man. You know, I'm always here for you when you need me. We don't hear that anymore. Yeah. And we get afraid of the other person's reaction, too. But we also need to get to the point to where we know who we are mentally, physically, spiritually. Exactly. We need to study who we are. We need to study our own habits. Mm -hmm. And to see, you know, okay, if this person does not allow me to be vulnerable fuck it i mean i always have myself and then someone else will you know right always seek some help if you can't get it from the first person keep going all the way to the 50th person because it's very important especially for men because women don't have as many emotional issues when they talk to one another but men for some reason we you know we were told this lie that we're not supposed to cry exactly. you know toughen up man don't cry you know don't let show any weakness when the bet, the manliest men I have seen that actually are, you know, they they can be swole. You know, someone like Ed Milet, I've seen him. You know, that dude's huge, mm -hmm. but he he's very emotional. Hell, even someone as jo like Joe Osteen, he doesn't have a problem crying. Now, Tony Robbins. Yeah, they don't. You know, Joe I mean, Osteen these are may macho have macho men. Yeah, man. Joe Osteen, for example, he has. You know, either you love him or you hate him. Mm -hmm. But either way it goes, the man does not have a problem being emotional you know exactly. an emotional anchor for his kids and for himself and it makes him shine better mm -hmm. for other people but i mean and you also think about the macho men that you like you mentioned and tony robbins hulk hogan yeah he i mean they're all emotional and i think that that is a big problem like you said men are afraid to tap into that part and they just let it they just boil and yeah. fester. You know, they become like these crazy idiots that go out there and, you know, we go on a rampage. And a lot of connections don't happen because that's been put to the wayside. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that we have to all get together and get by a campfire and circle like, around kumbaya. and hold hands and say kumbaya <laughs> or, you know, praise whatever you praise. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that we have to do any things like that. But giving a man a hug is not... A wimpy thing. It's not. No, it's at all. Not. Crying in another man's arms is not a wimpy thing. No. 
you know, we have idolized these people who seem like they got it all together, but we don't know how they are in private. Right. You know, we don't, you know, it's the funny thing about it. Like even, like I said, even TV shows kind of like what Instagram and social media shows now, which is it shows only one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sad part about us as humans, us as, you know, I can't speak about overseas, but I can speak about Americans in general is that we idolize these people, but we don't say, hey, what about when the lights aren't on them? Right. You know, how are these people? Maybe we should research and see how these people are when the lights are not there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. So the second question is, why are we afraid to be honest with one another or ourselves? I think that that, um, I think all of that just boils down to the fear, fear of what someone else will think. And you know, why, why have we gotten to the point to where we're so concerned about what people say about us, you know? People are going to love you and hate you no matter what. Exactly. If you're successful, they're going to love and hate you. If you are poor, they're going to love and hate you. Or if you're middle class, they're going to love and hate you. So you might as well just just push the fear away because fear is not real anyway. Yeah. It's just something that your brain is telling you to protect you. And we have evolved as, as, as a society, as human beings, from the hunter-gatherer stage. We uh-huh. no longer have to do that. And unfortunately, we have millions of years of that de-evolution, mm-hmm. and we haven't learned how to evolve until where we are now because life is different. You yeah. know, we don't even yeah. have, we don't have to go out there and hunt, you know, buffalo anymore with All spears. Right. <laughs> we don't have to, uh, you know, throw boomerangs at, at hogs anymore. You know, yeah, to get exactly. meat. So we're we're we we have people do that for us. <laughs> yeah, we can go to HEB and be fine. Right. You know, we don't see the process of them stabbing and mm-hmm. cutting and, you know, we just get the end, the end results. Yeah, and I, I think, yeah, I really think that the reason why we are afraid to be honest with one another or ourselves is because we're just afraid of what other people think. Or we are afraid to tell ourselves what we know to be true. We also are, you know, people of insecurities. We have not gotten to the stage to where, like I said earlier, we have to search within. We have to search within our hearts and and talk to ourselves and really study who we are because we all have insecurities. And if you don't take time to address those insecurities, then how will you, you know, know not to be afraid? You know, fear is is stupid and it keeps us from doing a lot of things that we could be doing you know that it holds you back there are millions billions and trillions of people that are dead now who you know who could have put out that book that we could have read it could have been a bestseller who could have put out that next steven spielberg like film someone that could have been better than steven spielberg right you know because steven spielberg wasn't born when filming started you know so someone could have come along back then and beat him to the punch they could have been his inspiration you know there could have been a tony robbins before tony robbins you know there could have been people way before people now that could have paved the way for everybody but 
you know, yeah, unfortunately, they were chance. afraid to take a chance, take a risk, and they kicked the bucket before it was too late, you know? Right. This really could have changed the whole landscape of their family. And, you know, just thinking about that, that it's not just, it's it's not just, you know, you, but it's your responsibility to, to set the stage and to show your own blood that there is a better way to do things. Right. That's an, a responsibility that people need to start taking. Exactly, yeah. And it, and it boils down to being honest with yourself. What are you doing right now? And is it going to get you to where you need to be or get you to where you were created to be? Now, we can also start by doing the small things. You know, like technology is a wonderful thing. It, but it truly is. People in this country, we don't use it the way it's supposed to be used. We kind of use it as a crutch now. You know, it's it's become like a new a new pacifier for people. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, they say that we mindlessly scroll. And it's true now. I see people that can't even walk down the street anymore without scrolling. Why we're, not take we're that? We're actually crossing the street. Yeah. Like, why not take what you have and build your own brand? You know, instead of looking at what everybody else is doing and being jealous or envious and pissed off, you know, because someone else is taking a chance that you haven't took it, taken, you can take a chance as well. You right. know, it's not that hard. We're, we're holding you back. We're in the best time that we can be a species right now to where you don't have to buy a fucking brick and mortar store anymore. You can just do something via Instagram. Right. You can Google absolutely anything. And it will tell you what to do. So why spend that time looking at what someone else is doing and how they're doing it? Or maybe you could just say, hey, you know, DM that person and say, man, what have you done? Can you, you know, they say success leaves clues. Could you give me some clues to what I can be doing to make myself better? Yeah. You know, that's what we need to start doing. Just think about how many entrepreneurs that we can have right now. How many startups, how many, you know, just anything because of the beauty of technology exactly but we have to use it the right way okay next question what are you afraid to lose by being honest well that's an easy answer to come out we are afraid to lose uh sometimes popularity you know exactly other times we're afraid to lose that quote-unquote friend that we have And to be honest, if you're afraid to lose that, then they're not right for you in the first place. You need to find yourself some new, uh, some new people to hang out with. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? You need to change that TP and that hood and go somewhere else. Yeah. I think it, um, and people are afraid to lose love if they're honest too. Um, and I think that it all with the things that you named and what I just named, it all boils down to relationship. They're afraid to lose relationship by being honest now i remember we had a discussion earlier of a dream you had Mm -hmm. that was you said that you know the it was a nightmare i guess you would say that uh i cheated on you Uh and i gave you an answer that was not what you wasn't expecting you know (laughs) you're like did you cheat on me motherfucker (laughs) i was like no i'm i was basically saying that when you love yourself so strongly and you're so confident in who you are and your insecurities are not there, 
then if something like that did happen, yes, it would hurt, but you would be able to move on. Right. You know, you don't want to put your whole entire being and your whole entire self into someone else and putting your expectations on them because we're humans. Yeah. We fail. And the, un- the unfortunate part is that a lot of us these days, we don't love ourselves first. So we put the love that we can be putting on ourselves into the other person or to everyone else or items too. Yeah. And that basically, man, it, it, it takes away your joy. Cause if something does happen, you're like, you know, like someone, some people say, and then people go out and do the stupidest things because of it. You know, right. some people have even killed themselves because a boyfriend or a girlfriend has cheated on them or, you he know, said something. and I'm not saying that these things are okay, but being secure with yourself will help you get past that hurdle. It's going to help you get past that hurdle to get over that speed bump because it's temporary. You know, we live in moments. Mm -hmm. Life passes by in moments. Right. So love yourself more. Be confident in who you are. You know, don't put everything into someone else just so they can love you. You know, you are the one that has something to offer. Just know that this person loves you because of you loving yourself. They right. say you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. Right. So, number one, people love yourself. Search who you are. Get rid of those insecurities. And, and the process. right people, the right people will come to you. Yeah, and it's definitely a process. It's not something that happens overnight with loving yourself, but... You can start today. Yeah. And like Rodney said, the right people will find you. And we tell ourselves a story of who we used to be. You know, like I said, life travels in moments. So like you say, for instance, you fuck up earlier in the day. That's in the past now. It doesn't matter if it's in the same day. It's still in the past. You can still turn your whole day around. You can turn your whole life around Mm -hmm. from that. You know, stop telling. We tell each other too many stories that were 10 years ago, two years ago, one year ago, one day ago. And we can't do shit about it. Those are stories who you used to be. Right. Change your perspective on it. Learn from it. And turn the page. Yeah. I mean, and, and something that I always go back to. Um, is each day that you wake up is a new day to have a completely different life. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. Like you were saying, it doesn't matter what you did in the past. What matters is what you're waking up and doing right now, today. So if you curse your kids out early in the day, hey, it's in the past now. You know, you take shits in moments too. Like you go take a shit and you flush it down the toilet in the past. You know, life is, sometimes it'll give you shit, flush it down the toilet, and keep going. Yeah. So, the next question is, what do you gain by being dishonest? What do you gain by being dishonest? I would say absolutely nothing. Yeah, in the long term. But if you think about it, say, for instance, you know, if someone asked you, Oh, my God, Ashley, do I look fat in these? If you say... No, girl. And you know damn well she do. You know, that may satisfy and help her in a short term. Right. But in the long term, it doesn't help her at all. No, it doesn't. That's just like if someone has a bug in their nose and it's just sitting there and everybody can see it and you sitting there staring at it. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't telling it. Hey, man, hey, 
Get you some tissue or, you know, use that pinky <laughs> finger and put it in your nose and flick it out. Man, you got a big-ass booger right there. <laughs> you know, don't you hate when your friends do that? Like, yeah. I, I at or least try to tell people. Yeah, I, like I at least come out and tell people. Like, don't nobody want to see broccoli in your <laughs> teeth all day. You know, you can be in front of somebody important. It could be an hour before you got a big-time interview. Right. And you got a big-ass booger and some broccoli in your, in your teeth. Yeah. And you're, you, what kind of friend are you if you don't tell them? You know, like your boss is just, well, your maybe boss in the interview, the guy that's interviewing you, he's looking at you like, man, this person, what the hell, man, they don't know how to yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't heard of tissue and like a toothpick. Yeah. You know, so, like, we don't gain anything by being dishonest. Like, I know the thing you hate about me sometimes is that I'm brutally honest. You'll yes, be like, you are. You'll be like, how, how do I look in this? I'll be like, stupid. You know, like, <laughs> so, it, you know, it. <laughs> Well, I know I look stupid, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll look stupid. <laughs> and the thing about it, you know, yes, that causes something in the short term, but later on, you'll be like, I'm glad he told me that. Yeah, and I think another instance, um, like when, before you started losing your weight again and bulking up again, and you were like, babe, do I look, have I gained weight? Do I look fat? Mm. And I was like, no. I know, you heifer. And that didn't help me out at all. And I saw some pictures of myself. I was like, man, I was like. But see, like, I wasn't. Two sandwiches from Pillsbury. <laughs> no, see, but I don't I don't look at you like that. So it wasn't... What kind of shit is that? You don't look at me like that? What am I, like, hideous? <laughs> am I some, like, ghost? I'm a specter? You no, can't I mean, see I me? Just don't I, like... I don't look at you like that. You know no, what, like, what kind I mean, of crap I don't... is that? <laughs> like, I don't. Hell, I damn well. I look at you like that. I want you to be fine. Shoot. I need some eye candy in my life. I want to wake up to Oprah Winfrey. Oh, my gosh. And I said, hey, somebody love her. But I'm saying, like, I don't want to wake up no, looking, at, looking at the Crip Keeper. No. You know, I don't yeah. want you to wake up. <laughs> hey, baby. Well, and it's not just because, like, you want eye candy. It's because of health, yeah, It's too. health as well. But it's I still health. want eye candy. Well, you can think, eat some candy. It's fine. I think we all... Just don't eat too much. <laughs> I think we all want eye candy. Yeah, but unfortunately, a lot of people out there won't tell their spouse because they're afraid of what's going to happen. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. Like, it's health-wise, and it's also, hey, I married you. You look like this. You only get to look like this for so long. So, let's enjoy it while we can. I don't want to see you unhealthy. And I think another way that you can go about that is let's be healthy together, like me and you did. Yeah, we did it, but we also, I was also honest with you as far as how I felt like you were looking. And that benefits you more than it benefits me because you're like, sometimes you don't see it. Like, I remember when, you know, when we first and it's got not, married. Now, and now, listen, this is not a bad thing that Rodney did or said to me because um, I wasn't happy with the way I looked. Right, and he was just saying, like, look, I know you're not happy with the way that you look. Do something about it. Well, it's just like when we first got married. You know, I didn't even know I got that fat. I didn't know I got to 220, you oh know? Oh, my gosh, I can't remember you like that. Yeah, I can't remember you like because it looked like I ate myself four times. <laughs> we were going to Taco you Bell were... every fucking night for no reason, you know? like We and... snuck out of our own apartment. And that's what I'm saying, like... <laughs> To go to Taco and, and Bell. You, and sometimes you don't realize how big you've gotten. You know, no, you, you don't. somebody has to look at it from their perspective. You know, like, because 
I didn't realize how much weight I lost recently until, you know, I saw a picture of it. Yeah. And I feel damn good. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. Got a seven and a half pack. Yeah. And it, it definitely boosted my confidence to um, get back to where I was. Uh, but, but we I, did it together. We yeah, did the, we, we did do the same together. diets together. You Unfortunately, right now, you can't go out and exercise like you want to right. because of some of your health issues. But I can, and I make sure I go out there and I work hard and to, to show the example for everybody. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that, like, with all of that being said, it just, it all boils down to health. And um, you definitely want to be healthy for your family. Yeah. Because you are the example. You are the leeway. You are the leader. So you want your children to grow up to do things quicker and faster and have more knowledge and wisdom than you did. Because it took us much longer to get that. Right. All right. So, how can families get closer by being honest? Well, I know from my own perspective, you know, I see things that people don't see anymore. And it wasn't until I left and came back that I saw how uh, fake and how stressed and distressed and dishonest and just everything that was bad i i didn't see it until i came back into my family Mm -hmm. i i finally realized that the reason why the family constant alcoholism constant adultery constant everything that's negative is because they were not being honest yeah. You know, we don't, they don't be honest with themselves and we, they don't be honest with the, other, you know, the rest of the family. And this is blood, you know, but we, we are living in a dream world. We're, we're so busy trying to escape from it that we don't know how to reel it back in. Yeah. I think that we're too busy trying to escape from reality instead of making our reality into what we want it. And that's not the kind of legacy that you want to leave behind, you know. And it, it's, I was fortunate. I, I was able to come out of it, and most of my family still is in it, you know. Like, you know, the, the worst thing I heard my uncle say, which is, have has been motivation for me for two years now, is that I came up to, I was like, man, you got fat, which he did. He, he's on the breathing <laughs> machine now, you know, like he that's can't crazy. sleep. What you know, like, and the biggest excuse he said, "Wait till you get 50. I'm like, "Hell no! If you gonna end up like that, you probably gonna die at seventy or sixty five. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep doing. What I'm doing to make sure I'm not going to get that way. So thank yeah. you for the Live motivation. Longer, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I probably to this day am the youngest looking member in my whole family. Yeah, you do. And I'm one of the oldest. Yeah. So I, I, I attest that to just. Mental strength and clarity. You know, I don't go around and say, oh, man, uh, you know, I'm getting old. I never said that. I I haven't aged in 15, 18 years. You know, most people don't believe I'm 34. They think I'm 22. Yeah. And, hey, I'll take it. You know, know, first of all, just keep your mind strong. Don't let anybody tell you that you are this and that. Because if you have your mind strong, your body will follow your mind. Exactly. You have to You have to um, be right mentally for uh, things to take place. Because 
Um, Health-wise, if you're stressed, um, have anxiety, have depression, that's actually going to hold stuff on your body that doesn't need to be there. Oh yeah, stress and, is a stress is a killer. And that's why they say exercise is a stress reliever. Gives you energy. It gives you a. That's kind of like meditation because when I'm running and I'm lifting weights, I I, I really get into my thoughts yeah. of what I, I mean, want to even accomplish. Even if it's something like yoga, that helps too. That's any it. any type of exercise and just being around people, you know, socially, will help you. Exactly. Now, as far as the families go. There's so much problems in our country these days. You know, families just aren't as close as they used to be. And that is one of the dark sides of technology. You know, how I used to go out there. We would go out to eat dinner or lunch, and I would see the whole fucking family staring at a screen. You know, like, we don't realize that that person may not be here the next moment. So try to spend as much time as you can with them. Yes, Technology is fine. It's a great thing, but use it with common sense. Use it with some clarity. Yeah. Don't be on it every moment. If you die, the cell phone will still be here. Exactly. It will carry on without you. So just realize that you, we have to get back to realizing what's more important. We've forgotten what's important. You know, a beating heart only beats for so long. You right. know, if a cell phone dies, we can always fix it and get it repaired. But a lot of times, if a heart stops, you can't repair that. Exactly, you can't. So keep that in mind that, you know, this is, technology is just something that's supposed to help us. It's not supposed to hurt us. You know, it's become the new uh, television. You know, now, yeah. you, now you can take it everywhere with you. Exactly, yeah, I agree. So be wise and be careful and be mindful of just something as simple as looking at the clouds. Right. Enjoying the birds chirping and enjoying seeing your children running and playing or your brother and sister, you know, you guys are celebrating a bar mitzvah, a birthday or something. Yeah. And enjoy it, those moments. And I, and I think also when you enjoy those moments, it also brings back joy, joy and happiness, childlike uh, tendencies, which we've never lost. We've made sure that we. Or some big ass kids, yes. you know. If we if we can <laughs> yes, afford Pee Wee's Playhouse, then that would be here. <laughs> so our last question is: When did you regret not being honest? When did you regret not being honest? Hmm. There's been plenty of times I've regretted not being honest okay. uh, with my father. You know, there's times that I should have been honest with him, and he might have been pissed off, but. He's basically the same person that he's been for the last forever. He's like 52 now, and he hasn't changed at all. You know, he's uh, failed at raising his five kids, and right now he's failing at his grandkids as well. You know, they don't know who he is. They know who he is, but... They don't know they wish the they significance. Yeah, but they don't know the significance of what he could do. Could do and could offer to them like he knows from your parents, you right. know. So it's it's very unfortunate and you know, uh but I have learned to be more honest with my mom. I've learned to be more honest with my grandma and they can't do but agree with me because there is a big lapse that's missing, you know. 
love is really missing in our family and it's being True overshadowed. True. Yeah, lo no, love in general. I don't think we know what love is. We think that, hey, man, let's come over and have a barbecue. Let's drink some beer all day and talk about LeBron James. And that's, that's our love. idea is love. But saying, hey, man, if you need me, if you need a shoulder to cry on or, you know, I'm feeling bad right now. Can we talk about it? Or how are you feeling? Like, how are you really feeling? You right. know, like, not just saying, just to say it, just to say, oh, this is a polite thing to do. No, just be honest. That, you know, that, yeah, that really doesn't happen anymore with a lot of families. No, it doesn't. And the ones that you do see, you're like, man, they're so lucky. And, you know, those some of those people take it for granted. I think it's also important for um, parents to open up to their children, too. Um, not when, uh, not I'm not talking about children like five years old and stuff. I'm talking about as both children and parent are adults. I think it's important for them to talk about their feelings and what they're going through. And it's also important for us to let them know how we're feeling sometimes and just the mistakes that we've made in the past or hell that we make every single day because we're going to make them and they need to know that we're imperfect as well. Right. Um, now with this question, when, when did you regret not being honest? Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is I regret not being honest with myself because I'm, I'm not always honest with myself. Um, that's why you have me here. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. You, you get so butthurt over that. You get so <laughs> mad at me when I tell you what you're thinking. I know, isn't that crazy? Uh, and I think, yeah, it's crazy. But I think that what, like, our mind gets in the way. And um, we know what we're feeling, but then we're also telling ourselves at the same time that we're not feeling that. And it's like this vicious circle. Um, and I think that holds people back with um, loving themselves, too. It holds people back with a lot of things. We listen to the second voice. We don't listen to the first because the one that usually is the correct answer is the first one. And that's usually the heart trying to tell you that, hey, man, let's do this. Don't do that. But it's the second voice that comes in. That's the mind that said, hey, you know, I don't maybe tomorrow or maybe next week or you sure you want to do that you might get your butt hurt you know what i mean like right. things like that we have to learn how to pursue what our heart has told us to pursue we need to get back to being a child you know when you were a child you had you knew what you wanted to be even though it changed every other day you know like rj and aria i want to be a fireman i want to be a policeman you know no they ain't gonna want to be that two days from then you know, right, they might right. want to be batman then right. but <laughs> they know at that moment what they want to be and unfortunately we've had a lot of voices throughout those years especially through the teenage years that told us that we can't do it exactly. we shouldn't do it and we just need to go back to being like like children because children they know when they're feeling a specific way they're not afraid to show those emotions right away when you have lots of adult men who don't even show emotions at all, you know, I'm still exactly, working yeah. at it because I was one of the people told, Hey man, 
you don't show weakness. Yeah. But we wasn't really told that, hey, man, that's not weakness. That's actually strength. Right. You know what like, I mean? Like Rodney over here, he's still getting used to um, me and our children saying I love you and showing affection. Yeah, because I didn't hear that hardly at all coming up. And this is, uh, we are going on eight years of marriage. And so it takes time to get used to things and to um, start changing different aspects of your life. But you got to keep working at it. But it has been the best eight years for me because I've changed so much in eight years time that I couldn't even fathom going back to being who I was. Yeah, we both have. Yeah. I, I am much more loving than what I was, and I don't have a problem saying it to my children and trying to protect them, you know. So everything I do is in the best interest of my family. I agree. I think you're amazing at that. Thanks. <laughs> so this all boils down to be honest with yourself. Um, be honest with the people around you. Um, love yourself get your insecurities out of the way yeah uh search who you do some soul searching i'm not saying you got to go to a buddhist monk or something like that and you know sit there and meditate for 20 hours a day but get to a quiet place or just search your mind do something different if you got to take a walk by yourself you know we are fortunate to be by the beach mm-hmm yeah so we have the waves to be calm. We could just go sit on the seawall. Right. But there are quiet places you can go. If you want to go sit in your little ass closet, do yep. it. Yeah. Sit in your yard, your backyard, on your porch, smoke you a pipe. I don't know, some hookah. Do something. <laughs> you know, because, you know, we have don't have a timetable of when we're going to kaput. Exactly. And you want to end your life knowing that you lived your best life and who you were created to be. Knowing that you did every single thing that you wanted to do. Even if you failed, even if you got a million no's, you will get a, a yes eventually and that will help you. That is the testing stage. That's the process. That's really going to give you the grit and the know-how and the you know intuition or whatever to get you where you need to get because you know, being an entrepreneur, being just setting out to do something different is hard, but it's worth it because you're leaving behind a legacy. So keep that in mind, folks, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Two Peas in the Pod, signing out.